Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What you hear in this podcast does not implicate any individual or entity in any criminal activity. The views and opinions are solely those of the individuals participating in the podcast. Amen. Amen. Now, Renee, before you go, obviously I'm praying that there's going to be some young people listening going, maybe the Lord wants me to do something like that, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. What's on your heart today as we sit here? Well, you know, um, I moved to Uganda when I was really young. Prior to leaving and moving, there was a lot of fear. Am I going to fail? Am I going to be that person that, you know, said I was going to do this thing for the Lord and just couldn't do it and didn't have the strength or didn't have the knowledge or couldn't rally the resources? That was a real fear for me. But the Lord just continued to bring to mind that if you trust in Him, even your failures can be made beautiful. And I think that that was... Renee Bach did trust in the Lord with all her heart. 
Her whole life, she listened to him, sought his wisdom, followed his lead. And he led her from a small town in Virginia all the way to Uganda, where she started a charity to help malnourished kids. Renee was entrepreneurial, inspiring. She was the perfect local girl does good story. Here she is on a Virginia Christian radio station called Equip FM. Just launched a campaign this past month called Cycle Breakers. Uh, we really do believe that malnutrition is a cycle um, and that it really can be broken. And we need people just like you to help us break that cycle. We are completely funded by generous donors. Renee was a modern missionary. She didn't work for institutions like the Salesian Sisters or the International Mission Board. Instead, she ran her ministry like a tech startup raising money through blogs, marketing through YouTube videos, and doing church tours and radio interviews like this one. Uh, and that's when I founded Serving His Children. How old were you? I was 19. 19? That just, when I read that piece in the paper about uh, your ministry, I'm thinking, that is crazy because I wasn't thinking about starting ministries at 19 <laughs> years old. So obviously the Lord really had a special plan for you and, and still does. I mean, you're, you're yeah. but to launch this thing is so... So if God had a plan for Renee Bach, then why did he lead her to where she is today? Tonight at 6, a Bedford woman is facing disturbing allegations about her nonprofit in Uganda. Essentially, a U.S. citizen with no medical training set up a medical clinic in Uganda. Serving his children was actually shut down. 105 children died at an unlicensed treatment center for malnourished kids in Uganda. Renee is being sued in Ugandan court. This girl going into this situation, this, this savior complex of her own, it's costing people's lives. I'm Rajiv Gola. I'm a journalist, and I moved to Uganda last year. Just five days after I got there, I received a message on WhatsApp. It was about Renee Bach, and it was one of the wildest leads I'd ever heard. Probably the most severe case of the savior complex we've ever seen. Hundreds of children have died as a result. The message came from Kelsey Nielsen, one of the founders of an activist group called No White Saviors. She was a former missionary. She'd seen the inside of that world. And now, she was speaking out. Kelsey told me that Renee wasn't just feeding or ministering to kids. She was playing God. She was masquerading as a doctor. And hundreds of kids had died because of her actions. And that Renee was back home in Virginia living scot-free. Most of the time, if you're white and have money and access to, to the right resources, you're, you're going to be able to get away with whatever you want to. And I think Now, Kelsey and her Ugandan co-founder, Olivia Alasso, were helping to file a case against Renee in Uganda's high court. Um, it feels like finally someone will pay for hundreds of kids' deaths that have been written off as good deeds um, for so long that just because of some spiritual bypassing and some God complex that someone can come and practice medicine without a medical degree. No White Saviors had been sounding the alarm about Renee on Instagram for months. It was the centerpiece of their advocacy. People in the comments called Renee a serial killer, an angel of death. At first, I was skeptical. Hundreds of dead kids? And the more I looked into the story, the more the accusations piled up that she'd been stealing children from hospitals and villages, experimenting on them. The children were like, it was like a science lab where everyone would touch and, you know, try to inject, try to do that. So for me, there's no excuse for that. 
there were allegations of murder, government conspiracies. It is shocking the medical profession after one of their own was gunned down in Iganga district Friday night. Bribery, blackmail, even cannibalism. The father of Patricia alleges that he was bribed to tell the courts that Renee cut off the skin of Patricia's face and kept it in the fridge so she could eat it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I knew right away that it would be tough to pick apart rumors from facts. This wasn't a story about just one victim, one event, or one crime. It was a saga that stretched over 10 years, two continents, and touched thousands of lives. So I pulled together a team. Malcolm Burnley in Philadelphia and Halima Gikandi in Kenya. And together... We spent the next year investigating Renee's story. We ended up interviewing over a hundred people, and almost no one could agree on what kind of person Renee Bach was, or if she'd done anything wrong at all. Just a few months ago, this story might have felt distant. But now, as we're all caught in a deadly battle between arrogant ignorance and a desire for authority we can trust, it's closer than ever. In association with iHeartMedia, I'm Rajiv Gola. I'm Halima Kikandi. I'm Malcolm Burnley. And this is The Missionary, Episode 1, The Lord's Work. Before we dive in, let's get you situated. Our story takes place in the town of Jinja, in Uganda. Pull up a map of Africa and find the mouth of the Nile River, where Egypt meets the Mediterranean. Then trace it all the way down, through Sudan, past South Sudan, and into Uganda. And right there, underneath your fingertip, that's Jinja. It's a small town on the lip of Lake Victoria, a lush tropical paradise built on the banks of the world's longest river. Jinja's become known as the adventure sports capital of East Africa. Tourists from around the world come to Jinja for its world-famous rapids, bungee jumping, mountain biking, and hiking. All right, let's get going. I had Arthur Waswa take me through town one afternoon. As a professional tour guide, he spent years working with Westerners, or as they're called here, Mzungus. A lot of, actually, a lot of people who write to me or email me about inquiries, they've read about the country and they're very educated about the country. Other people think it's the jungle, most especially missionaries who've been uh, kind of uh, told that they're going to a jungle, uh, expect a jungle, and don't really talk to Ugandans unless they're told to speak to Ugandans, so it's kind of weird. Main Street is the heart of Jinja. One side is Ugandan, full of shops and apartments and street stalls. The other is for foreigners, with upscale hotels, hip coffee shops, and souvenir stalls. I mean, so this part of town, I mean, it seems like it's largely Ugandan, not a whole lot of, of Mzungus on this side. Yeah, there's a, there's a sort of divide. Uh, the Mzungus stay on the other side, and, and these guys stay on this side, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah so that divide has happened in the last 10, 15 years or so. This guy doesn't stop. No one stops in traffic here. Everyone has right of way. (laughs) (laughs) 
If you take the Ugandan side of Main Street all the way down, you end up on a potholed road that follows the shore of Lake Victoria. The road is lined with factories and warehouses and a fish processing plant that sinks up the whole neighborhood. On the other side is Masese, where Renee set up shop in 2009. And Masese is kind of like the slum of our area. And so I was advised several times by by folks in Uganda, like, I don't know if it's a good idea you being like a Western girl by yourself moving to Masese. But I just felt so strongly that's where the Lord had us. And he used Among shacks made of scrap wood and tin roofing, Renee's house was easy to spot. It was a two-story brick building with a wraparound porch and clean white banisters, almost like a New England bed and breakfast. And it served double duty. It was Renee's home and the headquarters of her new NGO, Serving His Children. Serving His Children took a single action, a single choice, and it was bold enough to cause others to do the same, save a life. The goal of the NGO was to fight child malnutrition, a daunting task, especially in a place where 30% of the population faces chronic food insecurity. The Lord just allowed me to see that malnutrition is such an issue in Uganda that's often really hidden in dark places and families are ashamed of having children that are malnourished. And it wasn't a need that other ministries in our area were meeting. And, and By all accounts, serving as children was an early success. Twice a week, hundreds of kids would line up with empty bowls and wait their turn for beans and rice. I think it was like, wow, she's serving a thousand children lunch out of her yard. Like That's Ashley Laverty, one of Renee's first friends in Jinja. And again, it was kind of like a tourist attraction. People would come on those specific days specifically to go serve rice and beans to the kids of Masesi and like photo op, like serving these poor kids. Around the world, there are these global hotspots for missionaries like Port-au-Prince in Haiti, in San Jose and Costa Rica. Similarly, Jinja is home to hundreds of NGOs and just as many young, eager people following their calling. And even in a community like that, Renee stood out. She was just 20 years old, the director of her own organization, helping thousands of people. Here's Jackie Kramlick, one of Renee's old volunteers. Anyone who would have been in Jinja around that time with Renee would remember a time where, you know, she get a call in the middle of church or in the middle of a party or whatever and just grab her stuff and run out the door. And she, I think, really liked that, being the kind of the emergency person. She always felt like there was something more that she could do. Like when I remember Renee, she just always wanted to be doing the next thing. That's just kind of her personality. She was always very much focused on like the next project she was going to start. In terms of people who just like plan on conquering everything. I mean, I would definitely consider her a very ambitious person. That ambition led Renee to transform serving his children from a simple feeding program into a full-on rehabilitation center with inpatient services and professional medical equipment. That decision would eventually split open the entire missionary community. Again, Ashley Laverty. There was just a lot of strife. I mean, there was a very clear divide. You were either pro-Renee and going to stand up for her and, you know, have her back, or you were very much against what she was doing and just kind of outraged by it all.
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Last January, I made my first trip to Jinja. I wanted to be there as Kelsey Nielsen from No White Saviors and her Ugandan co-founder, Olivia Alasso, filed the case against okay. Renee in Jinja's high court. It feels like, I don't know, Christmas for me today. Like, I'm just... Just bringing the paperwork here seemed like a victory for both of them. I'm just fitting to alive. I'm shaking right now, but... I think this is like what we've waited for. Like this comes to the world right now that the case has been filed. It's on record. <laughs> yeah. um, when I started reporting this project, it felt like No White Saviors was the story. It was a charismatic premise. Two young women, one American, the other Ugandan, fighting for justice and trying to radically change their communities from the inside. I think being a white person and it all involved in this is like, again, totally like there is no me being the hero or me doing, it's literally the things we should be doing. Like we should be holding each other accountable and we should be doing what we know is right. Instead of just pretending these things don't exist, we should be using our access to resources to rectify these situations that otherwise injustice would have just continued. Kelsey and Olivia spoke so passionately, it was hard not to get carried away. They made it clear that this fight wasn't just about Renee, and tied it to bigger issues of racism and colonialism. They made it feel like this case really was a historic milestone. They made me want to believe in their fight as much as they did. No Weight Saviors had been effective at using Instagram to draw attention to Renee's story. But they'd been hard at work on the ground as well. For months, Kelsey and Olivia had been gathering evidence and tracking down witnesses to file a court case against serving his children. Once they had the funding, they hired a Ugandan law firm to file a civil case on behalf of the two grieving mothers. One was Gimbo Zubeda. In her affidavit, she says that in 2013, she let serving his children take her malnourished three-year-old, Twilali, to Ginger for treatment. Three days later, Gimbo was told that her son was dead. She received Twalali wrapped in a white sheet and $15 as a condolence. The other mother's name was Kakai Rose. Her one-year-old son, Elijah Kawagambe, had been diagnosed with TB in 2018. She says a serving his children worker insisted that she admit her son to the facility. After a few days, they were sent home without any information or medication. Elijah died three days later. Those are our future leaders in this country that died. Future lawyers and doctors. She shattered their dreams by not giving them a chance to live. The mother's demands are simple. Compensation for their loss and the permanent shutdown of serving his children. For Kelsey, a former missionary with her own NGO, there was something personal about this moment. It's a civil rights case, and I think for me, being a white person who has done work in this town for several years, being a recovering white savior, as I say myself, this is going to go down in history. We're definitely not the heroes of the story. The families who have stood up and said, I'm going to fight for justice for my children. It's an honor to even be at all a part of this and to, to see them and their courage. After hanging around the courthouse all afternoon, the court registrar finally gave us a hearing date, March 12th, 2019. Over the coming months, that date would be pushed back again and again, first to January 2020, then to February, then March. But I jumped into my investigation right away. 
The cornerstone of the case against Renee is a handful of her Ugandan employees. They worked with Renee for years, but were fired in 2017 over a pay dispute. In their affidavits, they claim to have seen hundreds of dead children, gross medical malpractice, and that they suffered from racist and discriminatory treatment. We are recording this for a radio documentary. Kelsey set up a meeting um, for me with some of the former employees in Jinja. And the information you provide. We met at a hotel early in the afternoon and took seats in the sunny courtyard, okay away from the other guests. They sipped Cokes and Fantas and told me their stories from their years with Renee. My name is Lena Joyce. I worked with serving his children from 2013 to 2017. As a social worker. Joyce Olana worked with Renee for four years, and she was proud of the work she did. I was contented. I loved the work I used to do. I was like, if I'm to leave this work, is there someone who is going to come and do the exact thing I'm doing? I was like, let me be ready to serve. Joyce told me that Renee performed medical treatments on children, but she'd assumed Renee knew what she was doing. In fact, I thought she's a nurse. Uh, or a medical expert elsewhere because I saw her, she introduced her to my to me as a, a director and I saw her doing medical practices, doing other things. So myself, I concluded that she's a medical expert. Yeah. But the longer she was there, the more troubled she became. The thing which, which hurt me most children dying all of a sudden. You find, you reach home, they call you, this one has died. Even in the morning, at times you come and you find the bed is empty. You ask, what happened to this child? They'll tell you that the child has died. Sometimes, I used to take the dead bodies to the villages. Charles Olwaini was the oldest of the crew. He's in his early 50s, short and bald, and has the leathery hands of a farm worker. At different points, he worked as a driver, program manager, and security guard for serving his children. In his affidavit, Charles wrote that he would see anywhere from seven to ten dead children every week. Now, as I take the dead bodies, I was always given the task of explaining how these children were dying. And it was really hard for me. I couldn't explain anything. Because, one, I'm not a medical doctor, and I don't know what caused the death of the child or what or what. It was something very hard for me, and I was almost shedding tears. Seven to ten a week. If that was true, the death toll would get into the thousands in just a few years. I hunt Cape Buffalo. So I brought my rifle into the country with me, legally. And I kept it at the police station. Elizabeth Nicholson was one of the older missionaries in town. All the police were chuffed that this silly little woman went this big, giant rifle. I'd heard that she was the wild white lady in Jinja. When I finally met her, I wasn't disappointed. I go hunting when I want to kill some person. <laughs> then, then I go out into the bush and, and get out my aggressions. Elizabeth was a real estate agent in California in a previous life. But she heard God calling her to Uganda 10 years ago, and she hasn't looked back since. 
She saw a place with institutions that were struggling to keep up, and she wanted to support them. Children in the Children's Hospital, Nalafania, were three, sometimes four to a bed, or they were on the concrete floor in the corridor. Children with malnutrition are very vulnerable. So they ended up building another mini-hospital on the government hospital grounds. It was a nutritional unit. You had a free place for the malnourished children to be and to stay as long as they needed. Elizabeth and Renee were both dealing with malnourished kids, which means Elizabeth ran into Renee at the local hospital on a regular basis. At first, she thought Renee was just another young, pretty missionary. But then something strange started happening. I noticed that, well, there'd be malnourished children, and then one day they'd be gone. What happened? Why? Each time this happened, Elizabeth assumed the worst, that the child had died in the hospital. Or maybe, optimistically, that the kid had recovered and gone home. But it turns out, it was neither. What I was told, she was paying a couple of the nurses to let her know every time a malnourished child came. And then she would come to the hospital and she would talk to the parents into signing out and then taking the child to her, which I thought was wrong. It was something the former employees had written about in their affidavits as well. Renee called them referrals. Others called it kidnapping. I'd begun to get nervous about all the children that were ending up with her. It just didn't make sense when they had the government free hospital and free food. So I decided that I would least like to go and check and see what it was like. When I went there, Renee wasn't there. She was in America. She had, I think, three volunteers who were about 18 years old, weren't trained in anything medical. And they had like 20, 30 children. I found it appalling. Elizabeth had good reason to be frustrated. She'd been fighting child malnutrition for a decade. In her mind, she's been doing it the right way following the rules, and letting doctors take the lead. I mean, I, my understanding is she has her high school GED. She didn't even finish regular high school. She didn't, at the time, have any medical. I think now she only has, um, like, Red Cross stuff. And she was doing things that were not only out of her capabilities, but were painful not nice, easy things. Um, taking jiggers out of toes, okay, fine. <laughs> okay. But emptying somebody's kidneys with a long syringe, no, I'm sorry. And slitting their chest to get into their lungs. There's a lot of doctors that won't do this, and no, we need a specialist for that. To be clear, Elizabeth didn't actually see any of this firsthand. But these were the rumors that had been floating around Jinja for years. Eventually, Elizabeth would even get the police involved and try to get Renee shut down. I heard a lot that she was stubborn, she wouldn't listen to anybody, she looked down on Ugandan professionals, didn't take advice from anybody. What leads Renee to go down this path? She thinks that's what God wants her to do. Although the idea that God would want her to operate on children when she has no training and there's a hospital 10 minutes away is a little hard to swallow. I don't know. 
I don't know, it's incomprehensible to me. It was such an outstandingly evil thing. So many children were dying and it was getting bigger and bigger. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Honestly, from the get-go, I had my doubts about the case's success. Holding the filing in my hands, it was flimsy. Maybe a hundred pages front to back, printed double-sided. Yes, there were strong affidavits from Ashley, Jackie, and the former employees. But the evidence? That's where the trouble was. It was mostly anecdotal. There were a few photographs of malnourished children and some health ministry protocols and registration documents. And sure, there were a couple photos of Renee inserting IV lines. But that's a procedure anyone could be trained to do and didn't speak to the more severe allegations of medical misconduct. Without much more, it would be difficult to keep this case from getting into a he said, she said. So we set out to look for those details. But we also needed to hear from Renee herself. In the court documents and all around town, there was something that kept coming up. Renee's blogs. Blogging was huge among young missionaries. Heroic stories of service in far-flung corners of the world and pictures of children suffering starvation and disease who needed your help and your prayers. So send money now. They were the millennial version of those old Sally Struthers ads, where she holds a starving sick child in her arms and asks you for donations, while a 1-800 number flashes underneath. It's enough to make the angels cry. Now, I can't get used to this any more than you could, but we can get rid of it. Yes, we can. Your 70 cents will put one of these otherwise doomed boys or girls into a clean and bright... To Elizabeth, the blogs were proof of Renee's insincerity that she cared more about her image than actually helping kids. It was on her website and her blog or what, but that she had to do these medical things in order to save these children because help was so far away and so expensive. People really liked that. This wonderful woman who's sacrificing. I, and I think that was her thing. I don't think she was doing what was best for the children. I think she was doing what was exciting and powerful for Renee and getting an awful lot of money for it. Kelsey from No White Saviors painted an even darker picture. Every time a kid dies, you're writing a blog post, you're getting all this attention. You might become addicted to, like, child death. You might become addicted to, the, like, the attention and, the, like, the rush you get from it. I hope that's not the case, but I don't think we can weigh that out. Renee took her blogs down a few years ago, and there were only a handful in the case filing. So I did some Googling and managed to find over a hundred of her old posts. I printed them all out and spent an entire weekend holed up in my room, reading through them. At first, I was looking for evidence against Renee. Proof that she was doing what Elizabeth, Kelsey, and the former employees were telling me. And I found some examples easily enough. There were blogs about kids hooked up to medical equipment, in a red room that served as an ICU for serving his children. There were plenty of stories about kids being brought over from the local hospital to Miss Essay. And there were more than a handful of eulogies that Renee had written to children who'd passed away over the years. The truth is, I expected to hate Renee. 
I'd spent weeks hearing stories about how evil she was, how she'd been killing kids and experimenting on them. But the blogs painted a totally different picture. Here's one from 2012. We had a voice actor read them, and they're edited for clarity. I am an all-or-nothing kind of person, and it's hard for me not to be able to give to everyone. Mother Teresa once said, You can do no great thing, only small things with great love. I have to remind myself of that almost every day because I believe that when you have a great love for Jesus, everything else you do is turned into greatness. So if all you do in a day is smile at a lady on the street or feed 450 hungry orphan children, you have achieved greatness in God's eyes. But there was something else about Renee's writing. Her words felt familiar. Then I read one of her blogs about a woman named Lydia. So much of her body had been overtaken, consumed by her sickness. She was scarcely recognizable, but her hands and her feet, they remained the same. She lay in bed, her skeletal figure almost invisible underneath a single sheet. Renee wrote that Lydia was a young woman who sold bananas in the neighborhood. Her son had been in Renee's malnutrition program and had gone home healthy. But soon after that, Lydia discovered that she was HIV positive. I sat down near her and spoke softly. Would you like me to paint your fingernails? She slowly opened her eyes and barely nodded in response. Renee helped her get medications, but six months later got a phone call that Lydia wasn't doing well. The sickness had eaten away at her, She was just 53 pounds. I picked up one of her limp hands and started to change her dull nails into a bright shade of red. I painted each fingernail slowly, with care, praying for God to restore strength, to allow her the privilege of holding her baby girl again, even just once more, so that the next time I could paint her fingers purple because purple was her favorite. The next day, God decided it was time to restore Lydia, to make her completely whole by taking her to be with him. I was sad to say goodbye, but I know I'll see her again, dancing in heaven, clothed in many shades of purple. I felt like I'd been here before. I'd written these exact words in my own journal. When I was a junior in college, I went to South Sudan to try my hand as a freelance reporter. Two weeks in, I heard that a town up north had been attacked. People were forced to flee their homes, and large parts of town had been burned to the ground. Many people told us they don't feel safe to return to their homes, even in Wow Town. When I got there, it felt like a ghost town. The only people I saw were soldiers. And the scene felt empty, a certain kind of hopeless. But then I met Sister Gracie. It was at the Catholic compound in the middle of town, where thousands of people had sought refuge. She said I reminded her of her nephew, back in India, 
and she took me in. For the next two weeks, I lived by her side as she dealt with the fallout from the attack. This is from an interview she did with BBC's Outlook back in 2014. When I arrived, there was thousands of people walking towards the town, almost without clothes, just naked, but just a skeleton. And the health center was filled with... She'd been in WOW for decades, building hospitals, running schools, and helping orphans find families. She was fearless, staring down soldiers at checkpoints. And she was funny, teasing her former students. She was tireless. She woke up before I did and was still working long after I fell asleep. But on some nights, when it was just the two of us, she would cry. She told me she was filled with doubt. She didn't know if she was really doing the Lord's work or if she was working in vain. She knew she had to keep helping people, doing what she thought was right. But what did it all lead to? It was severe sights I have seen. Many mothers, many babies dying out of hunger and it gave me a lot of pain and I have asked the Lord give me strength to work for these people until my death One evening she took me to the government hospital We went to the children's ward and found a teenage girl lying in bed She was so skinny she just disappeared under the sheets just like Lydia But then I noticed her fingernail polish a glittery silver So often in war, where people are forced to live in humiliating conditions, it's easy to forget that people are people. They become statistics and cases and problems to be solved. But seeing this girl with her nails painted made her a person again. Before she was in this bed, she was a kid. She went to school, she hung out with her friends, and she painted her nails. It's an image I still see so vividly in my mind. Sister Gracie asked the girl's family to stand up. They all held hands, bowed their heads, and she said a prayer for them. On the way back to the car, Sister Gracie whispered to me that the girl wouldn't make it through the night. When I returned to the States, all I could think about was Sister Gracie. For the first time, I'd seen someone who dedicated their entire life to serving others. I felt like every day I didn't follow her example, I was taking the easy way out. For a while, I even thought about dropping out of school to go work by her side, until a few friends convinced me otherwise. In some ways, I wish they hadn't. God keeps sending kids, so I keep saying yes. Who am I to say no? Some people say I'm insane. Well, folks, I would have to agree with you. Some days I think I've literally gone insane. What you hear in Renee's words depends entirely on what you believe so far. Maybe you hear a woman of good intentions who made some mistakes. Or maybe you hear a predator posing as a saint. I feel like as Christians, we are called to live an insane life. A life set apart. A life that is not normal by any sense of the word. A life that would cause others to wonder, what the heck, why on earth would she do that? Now, I'll be the first to say a life of insanity is sometimes very exciting. By obeying Christ's call, he blesses you with many amazing things. I heard myself in those words. Renee and I made our first trips to the continent 
when we were around the same age. Neither of us had any experience or expertise. We were moved to the core by what we'd seen, and it felt like doing the right thing was the only thing that mattered, never mind the cost. But when it came down to it, I took a step back from the ledge, and Renee kept going. This season on The Missionary. No one's going to call out a girl who's like dropped her life and moved here and is just serving, serving, serving to be like, are you really doing this right? Well, they look like a huge asshole now. I never witnessed blood being transfused or any kind of blood product at the facility. I never witnessed it. I was watching her be literally crucified for trying to do the right thing. Have you explained what we're doing here? I'm explaining to her because she's worried that she needs to be careful of what she's talking. She grabbed a medication and injected her with it, and then she fell backwards and died. Black African lives do not matter to the same level to us as white people. I'm Renee Bach, the the founder and former um, director of Serving Children. A lot of people would say, oh, why did you do this or why did you do that? And it's like, well, when you explain, the answer wasn't satisfying. And then you want to say, well, have you ever been put in a situation like that? Do you know what you would do? Because, like, it's a tough call. And sometimes you have, like, minutes to make it, you know? And you have to live with yourself with the answer of that for the rest of your life. The Missionary is produced in association with iHeartMedia. It's written and reported by Rajiv Gola, Halima Gakandi, and Malcolm Burnley. It's produced by Michelle Lance and Ryan Murdoch. Mark Lotto is our story editor. Our executive producer is Mangesh Hatikudur. Fact checker is Austin Thompson. Mixing by Josh Rogerson. Voice acting by Taylor Kaufman. And special thanks to Equip FM and BBC. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.